How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Right now, though, I want to get an update. Uh, Of course, the Pope has now left Canada, flew out on Friday. Uh, We had a lot of coverage last week when he was in the province of Alberta with several different events. Um, and, and at all of those events, um, there were mental health professionals on hand uh, there at the events to um, help out anybody who, you know, needed the help. I mean, just think of, uh, of the emotion and, and, and the triggering and all the rest. And there was, it was widely expected that that would happen. And lo and behold, it did uh, double the number of calls uh, to crisis lines. Um, and a number of counselors on site working well into the night with people, including Nola Jeffrey, who is the executive director of the Sautun Lelam Society, or Lelam Society, a substance abuse and trauma help center. And Nola joins us now. Nola, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Good morning. Did I say the name of the help center correctly? Sautun Lelam? You did very well. Yes, okay, good. you did. <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, thanks for joining us. Um, just tell us about, uh, you came out from British Columbia to be part of this, correct? That's correct. We came from Vancouver Island. Um, what was it like? How did you, I mean, I know you brought stuff with you and you were all set up. Just just tell us about your experience in, in coming here and, and what you were expecting uh, when you arrived. Okay. Um, Well, there was a team of eight of us that came from Vancouver Island, four of my team, so six cultural support workers, um, myself and my um, RHSW coordinator, Resolution Health Support Worker Coordinator, who coordinates our cultural support team. Four of them were, uh, four of the cultural support were actually residential school survivors, and we drove from the island because we wanted to bring our medicine with us. Um, We use cedar, spruce, hemlock and balsam um, and and water and so um, and one of one of our elders uses a rattle and uh, eagle feathers so we needed to to drive because we we brought we knew we were going to be supporting or our, we anticipated I should say supporting a lot of people because we'd been involved in the truth and reconciliations and had witnessed the pain that people were carrying so it took us two days to travel over to Edmonton and we had to leave really early, um, five in the morning, to catch the bus to Muskogee's, and uh, we got in the gates and we we set up. We weren't part of the 300 um, mental health and cultural workers. We came separately with the help of First Nations mm-hmm. Health Authority, and we set up just outside the arbor. And as soon as we we took our medicines out, people started coming to us. They they just became a I know it was like a magnet, and we probably before the Pope entered the grounds, we probably had brushed 125 people um, thereabouts, and it wasn't just our Indigenous Métis and Inuit people. It was non-Indigenous people. It was the clergy. It was people that were responsible for security. It was police officers. Um, 
many different people came. And that day, we probably brushed about 300 people. And I couldn't tell you how many people I personally talked to. And I think because people out there weren't used to seeing the kind of... um, Um, healing work that we were able to bring and so lots of questions lots of interest lots of people caring like you said pain huge pain the the opening of some for some people like the intergenerational survivors not even knowing that they had these wounds of course the residential school survivors were were aware of it so but people that hadn't the non-Indigenous people were also were also hurting, were also feeling things. So, um, and so I think I can't remember what time we got there, but we were one of the last people on the site that day because we we didn't want to leave until everybody that wanted a brushing or wanted to talk to us was able to do that. Tell so me that about, was day one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it continued out at Alberta Beach. But I want to ask you about the water. I was reading about that. That's fascinating to me. Tell me about the work you do with water. So, so our people have always used cold water um, for healing. It, it cleanses, but what it also does is we have something inside. Of, so sci- I, I always believe science is catching up to what um, people already knew, our ancestors already knew, probably your ancestors too. Like I, I think, you know, our ancestors were really smart. So, so cold water, there's something inside us called the vagus nerve, and it helps regulate us. And when it's out of balance, Either when we're having anxiety, really high feelings or really low feelings, cold water helps to to regulate that, helps it to become more balanced. That's one thing it does. But we also, science has found out that if, if I was laughing and tears came out of my eyes, that would just be salt water. But when I when when I when tears come out of my eyes because I, I have sorrow or pain or grief or even anger, there's enough toxins in the teaspoon of those tears that it could kill a rat. So lots of lots of toxins sitting on your face. And when you use cold water to wash your face, it it refreshes you, but again it helps to ground you. And we always Four is an important number for us. It's a sacred number. So we get people when they're watching, we pour water into their hands. And when I'm doing it, it depends who's doing it, what they say. But I always say the first one's in honor of creator or God, whatever you call that higher power. The second one is in honor of your ancestors. The third one's in honor of your territory. And, and for some people, that's the territory that they come from and the territory that they currently live on. And the last one is because we for, sometimes we forget to honor ourselves and, and realize how precious we are. I always tell them this one's the most important, and it's an honor of beautiful, precious you. And people feel better. It, it it really helps. We do we do we we go actually into the ocean or the rivers. It needs to be running water to do that cleansing. So it's um, and and honoring and and doing our prayers and asking for for what we want and what we need and what we don't want. Because so, sometimes you know we're energy and we carry things negative energy and and this is another way of letting that go. Just like the brushings work to let that go. Are you worried now? I mean, we had all the focus on this and we had all the help available during the visit. And this will have opened, as we've said, opened up a lot of wounds for a lot of people that the attention and the interest and the focus and the help will disappear going forward. And they won't be able to access the help that they were able to get during the visit itself. That's exactly what does happen. 
so Southern Laleham and many places like Southern Laleham have been doing this work for many, many years. Our organization has been in operation. We opened our doors in 1988. So we continue the work. And so the, the, those other healing centres continue the work. People in our communities continue the work. But we do need, we need more. We need more healing centres. We need to be able to do healing on the land. It needs to be led by our people, by Indigenous, uh, Inuit and Métis people. And, you know, it's nice to have the support from Western methodologies, Eastern methodologies. I really believe that whatever resonates and works for an individual is what is what they need. But there does need to be more of it. There needs to be that support. Mm-hmm. And to have that support, we need resources. We need funding. We need we need the money because I don't want to go into the whole history uh, of what has happened. But you know that lots of our land and our resources have been taken away from us and that we've been put on small little pieces of land called reserves and our different rights have been taken. So we don't have a lot of economic opportunity and it takes, Southern Laleham's in the process of building a new healing house as you and I speak. We've had a lease since the Nawas Territory for over 34 years. That lease is up at the end of this month. The community has grown, has expanded. They need the land that we're on. So we had to go and find a new land and we're building down in Cowichan. And prior to the pandemic, our building was going to cost just over $12 million. It's up to 16 right now wow. and possibly 18 And so First Nations Health Authority has been able to help with some of that. But but not all of it because there's at least nine there's nine healing houses in BC right now they're wanting to open another two um, First Nations Health Authority got 20 million from the province 20 million from the federal government and they had 20 million to to update many of these healing houses and then to build two brand new ones. They don't cost, call ours a new build, right. although yeah. it, okay. it is. So trying to find that funding. Um, I Last year, I started a GoFundMe for, for Southern Laleham. We have donate at SoutonLaleham.org um, um, and uh, reaching out to whoever is able to help because I really... Um, I, I have a big love for, for people, but yeah. especially... Oh, you can hear it, Nelly. And I hope people reach out to you and, and do help out. Unfortunately, we are out of time. I, I, thanks so much for joining us. Though. I do really appreciate you being here. Thank, thank you, and thank you for giving me an opportunity to share on behalf of um, behalf yeah. of Indian residential school survivors and intergenerational survivors. You bet. Thanks so much, Nola. I really appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. Talk to you later. That's Nola Jeffrey, the Executive Director of the Sautun Lalem Society, which is a Substance Abuse and Trauma Help Centre.